listener exclusive. It's Triple M Breakfast. Matt Collins for Breakfast, the podcast edition. G'day, Matt Collins from Triple M Brecky. This is the podcast edition. Great to hang out with you. And our weekly chat with Murrumbidgee Police District Inspector Glenn Smith joined us this week on the phone. He was otherwise occupied with some work commitments in Sydney, but he still had plenty of local stories to share with us, including a well-travelled wallet returned to its owner hundreds of kilometres away and an intoxicated 32-year-old Griffith woman that went on a damaging rampage on the early hours of Saturday morning. Here he is now, Murrumbidgee Police District Inspector Glenn Smith. And uh, we'll be catching up with Griffith Mayor Doug Curran before 8 o'clock. I'm going to ask him, Mr Mayor, where is Griffith Council's Facebook page? It's gone missing. Uh, we should probably talk to Police Inspector Glenn Smith about that. If he knows anything about the whereabouts of Griffith Council's Facebook page, let's find out. Inspector, good morning to you. G'day, Matt. G'day, listeners. Any ideas? Griffith Council's Facebook page. <laughs> I'd say uh, Russian hackers. It's been kidnapped. Taking the site down. I've yep. got no idea. Due to the popularity. Oh, you might be right. Uh, well, speaking of popularity, you're so famous from this segment You've had to uh, head out to Sydney today because of all the fans. Is that right? I've had to uh, meet contractual agreements and, yes, travel up to Sydney. I see. Well, we certainly appreciate you still fitting us in uh, via the phone uh, and some, well, concerning stories, I guess, coming out of our patch. Let's start with this one about an intoxicated 32-year-old Griffith woman who uh, well, was, was causing havoc across the weekend. Yes, uh, just after 2 a.m. on uh uh, Friday night, Saturday morning, a um, 32-year-old woman from Griffith uh, left a hotel gaming area and was seen to um, begin assaulting a push bike out in the front uh, that was secured to a, a chair out the front of the uh, hotel. Um, another uh, patron saw that and then a staff member approached the, uh, the 32-year-old lady and asked her what she was doing. Um, she was then seen to cross the street and kick a shop window before then going to another shop window and kicking that one. Uh, and then came back across the road and kicked the hotel's glass panel, which shattered, uh, and all these actions were captured on CCTV. The woman then fell to the ground after kicking the, uh, the hotel's front window where she remained until police arrived. Upon police arrival, the woman was, uh, we'll allege, was abusive towards police, making threats, and attempted to walk away. After again threatening police, the woman was uh, arrested and handcuffed and um, taken to the police truck and conveyed back to Griffith Police Station and once back at the station uh, was again very abusive, uh, making threats towards police officers uh, and also attempting to assault the police whilst in the charge room on more than one occasion. Um, The threats from the woman continued towards uh, the police officer in the station for a number of hours and um, she was later charged with a number of offences including malicious damage, assault police, resist arrest and intimidation. I know it is absolutely sh- stupid behaviour. There's no questioning that. But but is she okay? I mean, she's kicking windows all over the shop. She she broke a couple of them. It sounds like is 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 she in any? Mm. Does she have uh, any injuries? Do you know? I'd probably say she was nursing a, a pretty bad hangover the following day. <laughs> no doubt. Be my assumption. But no, I think she's okay. Goodness me. All right, uh, let's move on to the uh, Bulligal Sheep Races, which were on uh, Saturday. Yeah, the Bulligal Sheep Races on Saturday, 30th of September, uh, held at the Bulligal Showground. How, uh, Matt, how, how did we not know about this? 
Mate, there's so many things that happen across our patch. It is it is very hard to keep up. But, yes, a very popular event, the sheep races. Yeah, yes. This is the first time the event had been held for a number of years due to the previous COVID restrictions. So um, we had uh, local police from Hay, Acting Sergeant Tara Munro and Constable Ashley Sturchow in attendance to keep a watchful eye on proceedings, you know, to make sure there were no race fixing or anything of the um, sheep races. Um, and I'm reliably informed there were a number of uh, sheep the number of the sheep races were highly competitive. I'm also informed that uh, the races out there brought great joy to the crowd and uh, the two police ladies in attendance. And um, just for all the listeners, uh, there were no sheep harmed in any of the racing events. And uh, I'm going to have to put that one in my calendar for next year. I'll, I will join you there, Inspector, I think. Uh, but you mentioned Maybe, the, the race fixing then. Um, yes. Uh, you, you, you're telling me a story off air about how that was happening in the, uh, the horse races. Well, I, I had thought about doing a joke along the lines of the uh, fine cotton affair. Well, go on. Um, you can't deny, deny us your, your joke, Inspector. <laughs> well, I was going to say it might have been the, the fine wool affair, but um, I thought that mightn't have been in the best taste. But, uh, Matt, you'd remember the fine cotton affair. Uh, like well, it was the yesterday. 18th of, uh, 18th of August, 1984. How old were you, Matt, uh, in 1984? About 73. Um, <laughs> what, uh, well, f- for those that don't remember, unlike me, Inspector, tell us what happened. What was the fine cotton affair? So that was where uh, fine cotton was a horse that uh, wasn't uh, wasn't running too well. So they decided to um, substitute the horse with a uh, with another horse called Dash Solitaire. Unfortunately, that became injured. So they um, they found another replacement late notice called uh, Bold Personality. Only problem was Bold Personality was a different coloured horse. So they um, decided to use Clairol, the hair product, to change the horse's colour. Uh, however, they forgot um, the peroxide to change the white markings on the um, the horse's legs on the day of the race, and they used white paint instead. And um, after the race, uh, the colour started running on the horse's legs, and uh, a number of uh, keen-eyed punters saw that and began yelling out, fixing, you know, it's been fixed, mm. the race has been fixed, and um, it all went downhill from there for them. So. Um, I see. Yeah. So, so, so the punchline was uh, that the Bulligal sheep races. W- there was going to be a fine wool affair. Well, well, no, no, no. We're not making that assertion. No, no, no we're not. the police were just in attendance to make sure there was nothing along those. No, but that was your lines. that was your uh, attempt at humour. Was that? Yes, yes. Probably not a great one, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> sounded all right at the time. Moving right along. Uh, I love this one. It's always good to finish on a story like this, Inspector. A well-travelled wallet has been returned to its owner. Yeah, it's a, I think it's a good, um, you know, police story. Uh, so at about 7.45pm on the 29th of September, um, an off-duty police officer leaving the Griffith Police Station um, saw a wallet laying on the ground out the front uh, as he was leaving his shift. The wallet contained a number of um, personal cards and a driver's licence. So uh, the licence indicated the young man who owned the wallet lived on a remote um, cattle station outside of Griffith. So police using the surname on the licence conducted conducted a number of checks and searches until they located what they thought may be the young man's parents. Uh, they rang and confirmed um, that it was the young man's parents and that he had, in fact, lost his wallet. The only problem was by this time he was um, back on the remote cattle station, which is uh, a number of hours from Griffith. Wow. So they, um, we had an officer heading out to, to Hay, which was uh, near there, and uh, so they took the wallet out to Hay Police Station and... Um, then had the, uh, the young man's mum came and picked it up uh, the following day, and she was very grateful for police efforts to um, 
to get the wallet back to their son. So, what did did, uh, did they find out how he lost it? Was it a drunken night out or? I didn't ask that actually. No, no, no there was uh, there was no detail on that. I'd say he might have just come into Griffith to do a bit of shopping, you know, at the uh, at the fine retail the outlets we have in town. Have you yeah. ever have you ever left something important behind, like your wife or children or anything like that? No, I might have thought once or twice about leaving one or two kids behind when they were misbehaving. But uh, no, no wallets, always... keys, phones, anything like that. No touch wood. I've got to say, uh, not that I can recall. Um, you got me on the spot, but no, mm. not that I can think of. So I, I, yeah. I always do that. I'm, I'm sure many men can relate to this. I do the pat down thing, and I'm, as a police officer, you would know what I'm talking yeah. about. You, I yeah. pat down the keys, the wallet, the phone. Yeah, and I correct. Think, okay, I'm good to go. Yeah, yeah. No, I always make sure I got the wallet and the the wallet, the keys, and the phone. Otherwise, um, you almost feel naked leaving the house. So, uh, yeah, no, yeah, I do the same I, thing. I made that mistake once, never again. Inspector, <laughs> great to chat. Enjoy your time in Sydney. We'll see you again back in the studio next week. Will do. Thanks, mate. A listener exclusive.